You're tuned into Going Long with Bruce Murray. Hello, everybody, and welcome to my podcast, Going Long, where every week I spend some time with those in and out of the world of sports, but they all share one thing in common, that is love of the world of sports. And my guest today is one that, an area that I wouldn't normally delve into, and that's the world of politics. But, but I do so because I was intrigued with John Fetterman, the lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania, when I first saw him on television. You'll hear me talk about this with him in the conversation. When I first saw him, I had no idea he was a politician. He's not your traditional politician. He's also a guy that did grow up with a background in sports, went to college and played left tackle. If you see him now, he still looks like a left tackle. He's something like 6'8", 350 pounds. I know he's lost a little weight recently, but could still probably play. Doesn't put on a coat and tie, something else that I talked to him about. I really thought he was a game show contestant when I first was introduced to, to him on television prior to the election. He also doesn't sound like a politician. Now, maybe in some of the things he says, you might agree with him, you might not agree with him. But at least from my perspective, he was a guy that shot from the hip and somebody I wanted to have a conversation with. And that's why we invited him on the podcast. My only disappointment was that we had scheduled about an hour's worth of time with him. And when it was all said and done, he had scheduling conflicts and couldn't give us nearly as much time. And we can hope we can follow up with him somewhere down the road. But nonetheless, we talked to him not only about politics, but his love for all things Pittsburgh. And remember, he's the lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania, where most politicians would say, I'm rooting for the Eagles, I'm rooting for the Steelers. You'll hear otherwise in our conversation. Podcasts can be heard on the SiriusXM app. And of course, wherever you get your podcasts, here now my conversation with the Lieutenant Governor from Pennsylvania, John Fetterman. John, I have to admit, uh, maybe three months ago, um, I had no idea who you were. I mean, let, let's be fair. Uh, I'm watching the news one night with my wife. I'm cooking dinner. She looks up and she says, who's this guy? And I said, I don't know, maybe he won Survivor. Maybe he was on the amazing race. You don't look like your traditional politician. Would you agree you don't fall into that category of the guy in the suit who was like kicked out of band class when he was a kid? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I don't know anyone that genuinely likes to wear a suit, particularly if there's <laughs> not like an obligation to do that. And if you think, you know, if I'm wearing Carhartt or shorts or whatever, and that makes you not want to vote for me, it's like, it's like okay, well, I mean, that's up to, it's up to you. So. Yeah, I, I don't not want to vote for you. I, and I will tell you, I don't want to get into politics. I think you have to be careful, especially when you do what I do, because as Michael Jordan used to say, you know, the other guys buy shoes, too. So you always want to just, you know, frame things like in, in the center. And I saw a piece this morning on the news um, and it was talking about the two sides. And there were seven million, seven million people that voted in Pennsylvania, right? Somewhere in that neighborhood. Seven yes, that's, that's that's correct. Right. And it was, you know, it was a very thin margin, which tells me that Three and a half million people probably don't like you. That, that's what we've gotten in politics, correct? I, I let me just say, I just I disagree with that. You do? Um, I I do, and and because G Governor Wolf and I won Pennsylvania by a nine hundred thousand vote swing between twenty sixteen and twenty eighteen, and then now twenty twenty. So I, I would respectfully disagree with that. Okay, uh, and. And uh, so there's actually a lot of people that are in Pennsylvania that are actually very, I mean, there's certainly people that would never vote for a Republican or a Democrat on either side. 
And I don't think less of anyone that's a blue dog Democrat or, uh, you know, over my dead body, I'm voting for a Democrat or Republican. You know, I grew up in a, a Republican family. Um, it's simply I always want to run on what's true and what I know is a fact. And and if somebody doesn't follow me, then that's up to that's up to them. That's democracy. Right. And I agree with you. I'm, I'm just saying I saw a piece on the news this morning where they brought in a, a, a therapist who dealt with uh, divorced couples. And they said the important thing is to, when you're asked, ask what role you play in the disagreement. And they went out onto the street. And if they asked the Democrat, the Democrats would say, well, the Republicans are crazy. When they asked the Republican, they said the Democrats are crazy. Neither could answer what role they played in this divide right now. Does that frustrate you that we can't really seem to understand the other side at all and don't understand what role we're playing in why we have these differences? Oh, I, I, I do understand exactly why we're, we're having these differences. In this particular case, um, in Pennsylvania during this season, you had the president and the leader of the free world saying one plus one equals three. And like, that's not an opinion. That's not subject to debate. There was no voter fraud and there was there wasn't anything. It, it's it's like the thing of about an election is that you're going to have a winner and there's going to be some times that you're going to be stoked and there's other times you're going to be disappointed by by that result so this latest you know ordeal that we've gone through collectively together was at the feet of someone who tried to make the case that one plus one equals three and you know i i'm not going i you, people would think I was nuts if I said, yeah, look at my beautiful head of hair. Don't you love it? You want to run your fingers through it? It's just patently not true. And that's exactly what the case they're trying to be made. And, and, and the wheels came off it long ago because there was never any wheels to come off. And, and that's what this last month of or three weeks has been about as far as I'm concerned. You know, I, I think about your hair and then I think about Seinfeld and Elaine's boyfriend who had a beautiful head of hair and voluntarily shaved it. Is this voluntary shaving or, or, or why the ball? Uh, no, th th it's, the, it's the, the comb over for the millennium, you know, like <laughs> just shaving your head, you know, and and it's it's just it's really the only thing you can do. Uh, I don't you know, it's been I don't miss my hair. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I would love a, a, a head of Johnny Depp hair or whatever if, if I could. But my point, though, is, is that you can't argue what, you know, like nobody would be, you know, the Washington Post wouldn't be doing an analysis on why one plus one equals three. You know, they wouldn't be saying, well, well, Fetterman's head of hair. Well, I mean, let's talk about it. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's just, just because you have the world's biggest microphone doesn't mean that makes a lie any more true. All right. Now, you know, we do this podcast to talk to people that are, are in the world's outside sports, but who have that great passion for the world of sports. Now, you grew up playing football. Yeah. Right? I did. And, and I'm an un, unapologetic Steelers, you know, guy. And and uh, uh, sports can can bring us together. And and uh, absolutely. And also the Steelers are undefeated uh, for sure. And the Eagles aren't. And and the Cowboys blow. And anytime Tom Brady loses, you know, an angel gets his wing in Pennsylvania. So unapologetic to the point that when we started this podcast, you saw the helmet behind me, which is yeah. a two lane green wave helmet and threatened to cancel the interview if it was a Dolphins helmet. That's how unapologetic you are. 
I, I agree. And, and, and like, there's a lot of elected officials in Pennsylvania statewide that are like, well, I'm going to vote for both or whatever. Like, get out of here. Like, you know, like, like that's like Carly Fiorino during the primary saying, well, Stanford's playing uh, Iowa. So I'm going to vote for, I'm going to root for Iowa because, you know, like, you know, it's just, it's just, it, it's like the phoniness of that. It, it's just like, like if there is a Pennsylvanian and I'm sure there are that, is going to vote against me because I root for the Steelers over the Eagles. It's like, okay, but like to be such a phony and say, well, I'm, you know, whatever. It's, it's just, it's, it's kind of silly. Yeah. There may be some, and yet I think most sports fans appreciate the passion that it is to be a sports fan. And you know, that too, I I've always been amazed. I grew up a Yankees fan. You'd go to a game oh, and they'd wow, be playing the wow. Red Sox. I know, I know. Wow. I, yeah, I okay, have, yeah, yeah. Shouldn't have said it. Shouldn't have said it out loud. But, <laughs> but you Polite go to, society here. Come on. All right. <laughs> you go to a game against the Red Sox, and I never minded the passion, but it always bothered me that we're rooting for laundry when it's all said and done, and there'd be folks in the stands fighting. And that's kind of like the political thing, like, well, sure. We're just rooting. At the end of the day, it's a game. Somebody's going to walk out disappointed. Somebody's going to walk out happy. We should be able to shake hands and move on with our lives Absolutely. the next day. We don't seem Absolutely. to be able to do that at times. I, I agree. And, and and that is that is tragic. And uh, let me just say, some of my best friends are Republicans. You know, like uh, one of my dearest friends was the guy that ran for lieutenant governor on the Republican side in 2018. Like, he's my dude. His name's Jeff Bartos. You can look it up, you know, and uh, another one of my new new dear friends is a guy named Al Schmidt, who is who's a Republican commissioner in Philadelphia, you know, and he and I teamed up during the election to make sure that we had a free, fair vote count. So, like, just because you don't have you have an R behind your name, like I grew up in a Republican household. So, you know, I have nothing against anyone that's a Republican. I I do take issue when like I would never ever advance an argument that one plus one equals three. I, I just wouldn't. And I would never tweet out something that Twitter would have to slap a warning on like a pack of cigarettes. And I think that's what's important. Like, 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 you know, when I played football, it's like whatever happens between those two whistles, you just, you know, like still go get a beer after the game or whatever, as long as it wasn't, you know, like crazy. And um, I do wish we could be more like that for sure. Well, and I will share with you, one of my closest friends is the former governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie. He's a Republican. I'm obviously not. And um, I knew him long before he was governor. This is when we were in college and playing fantasy uh -huh. football together. And not only is he a Republican, I'm a Democrat, but he's a Cowboys fan. And I'm a Giants uh, fan. I mean, you know, the yeah. whole thing goes off the rails. Yeah, that, that really, yeah, that, that, that's, that's a, that could be a bridge too far for some of us in Pennsylvania. <laughs> But I, I, I do, to, to your point, though, it's, it's just like there are things that we must do as elected officials that are very pro wrestling in nature. You know, like if you ever saw The Wrestler, which is one of my favorite movies, like, you know, like they go backstage and they're like, Ram, whatever. And then out there, they're breaking chairs over each other and, and, and whatever. So, I mean, there, there is there is that part, you know, um, but but there also has to be an acknowledgement of a collective set of, of facts. And, and if we lose that, then that makes it more difficult that where we can come together as, as, as one national family and realize that, that that's all.
Yeah, the facts are the Pittsburgh Steelers have won more Super Bowls than the Philadelphia Eagles. That's just a fact. Yeah. You can't change that. And, 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 and there's also a fact that I'm delighted that the Eagles did win because I'm, we're, I'm tired of hogging all the Lombardies in Pennsylvania. And, you know, like everyone should, should get to experience that. And we might very well experience another one, you know, this year, you know, given that we're undefeated. But I just have to say that, that, that politics can be engaging and stimulating for when it's the right reasons and you're having like a genuine debate on some of these things but it can be crushing and divisive when we demonize the other side and try to say things that are demonstrably false particularly when they go against the exact same thing that you may have said just two years ago about a certain election result or what have you and that's just my point yeah. So, so tell me, I want to get back to football for a second. Cause tell me if I have this right. You're six, eight. Yeah. And at, at your biggest, you were what, what were you? Well, I mean, I, 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 my playing weight was like around 270. You know, I, I my maximum density was well above that when I, I just kind of fell into the, you know, post lineman life. Uh, I put on, I, I, I dropped, I dropped a bunch uh, back to where I, I should have always been. But, um, uh, you know, it, it just comes down to um, realizing that football doesn't last forever, particularly, uh, you know, when you play and that it's important that you find uh, a diet and a lifestyle that works for you. Uh, that's what I found. Um, and there are things that I can and cannot eat. And there are ways that you need to be smart about it. And that's that's what I've you know figured out. I know when you're young and, and you're bigger than everybody, they, they put you on the offensive or defensive line. You're not allowed to play running back or wide receiver. Yeah, when, no, no, when did you outgrow all positions. the other kids? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, uh, I grew seven inches in my, uh, between my, my junior and senior year. You know, I, I was never, I was never anything but a, an offensive lineman, quite honestly. And uh, that's the way it'll always be. And, and I don't have a problem with that. Um, just like I, I was never going to be a Calvin Klein underwear model, you know, I'm okay with that. None of all of us know that you don't know that. And, yeah, <laughs> not all of us are cut out to be a star running back or quarterback, but, um, uh, but you know, football is a great, is a great analogy for what's going on today is, is that, you know, you can knock it up, bang it up, go, go like hell for those four quarters. And then it's nothing personal when it's done, because that's the whole reason why, we've come together is, 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 is this kind of thing. It's makes us all better uh, when it's all said and done. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I think another analogy is that, especially as an offensive lineman, you know, this, you have to work as a team and you're going to have guys to your right. Well, you were, a le were you a left tackle? Uh, yeah, no, I was, uh, yes, I was left tackle. Yeah. Yeah. Left yeah. So, I mean, you know, but if you're a center, you're going to have guys to the right guys to the left. You're not always going to be on the same page philosophically about life, but you've got to learn to work together. I agree. I, I couldn't agree more. And, and you have a common goal and that's to protect your quarterback or to open a hole for the, the ball. And, uh, but you also have to play by a set of established rules. You can't hold, you can't, you know, you can't, you know, be dirty about, about certain things. And when that happens, everyone has to collectively condemn that and agree like, Hey, that's not cool. We can't, we can't do that. And, and that's, that's where we've kind of increasingly lost our way uh, in, in this country where we increasingly see each other as the enemy instead of, of someone that we might not agree on. But, but we are undertaking 
the way it was always should have been, and that's just democracy. Right. Would John Fetterman rather be president of the United States or left tackle for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Man, that's a tough one. Yeah, I, I don't know. It it, uh, uh, it it's every kid's dream in Pennsylvania to grow up. I I, I attended a Penn State football camp, and um, I wasn't good enough, quite frankly. I, I got started too late, uh, and that was that was kind of crushing because I mean, between Penn State and I mean, that's that's the dream in Pennsylvania. But um, uh, but yeah, I, I I don't know. I I think I would I would be happy with either, and. Uh, because they both offer a unique opportunity because um, they're both two very storied franchises, but I would, I would have to say president just because there are a lot of good things that I would like to accomplish uh, for people that I think most people would agree with, quite frankly. And I have to tell you, you know, I'm, I'm somewhat of a traditionalist, but there are times when I'm not. However, when it comes to college football, I've always been upset and you can appreciate this. I mean, as a kid, I grew up watching Pittsburgh, Penn state, at the end of the season, sure. Tony Dorsett, like and Dan I mean, Marino, like, and all you know yeah, the great, Dan, yeah. you know, and then yeah. Oklahoma, Nebraska. I don't know. I know that doesn't apply to you know. I remember the Canes and Vinny Testaverde too. Remember how good the Canes, you know, like of course, you know, yeah, Vinny Testaverde, and I mean, yeah, no, it was it was incredible. But but why did we why did we take away Pitt, pencil, you know, Pitt, Penn State? That was a game. Uh, I agree with College you. College football, uh, they ruined the landscape of all those great games. I, I agree with you. Like, nothing beats, like, any cross-state rivalry. I, I would love it if the, the Steelers and the Eagles played twice a year and Pitt and Penn State. Uh, that should be mandatory, uh, you know, because that, that's what help makes it fun. Like, it's like arguing about Sheets versus Wawa in Pennsylvania. I mean, it's like it's, it's, it's a way to, to really – get down to what's important. And, and it, it, I guess it, it, it makes us all, you know, better off in, in, in that regard. And, and uh, you know, it, 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 it still is a unifying thing. And, and we can all agree that we, we can clap and celebrate when, you know, someone's able to sidestep an injury or they're able to come back from, from like some real adversity and, and what have you. But, but um we all have to agree on a common set of, of rules and boundaries and engagements. And, and these last four years really tested and strained that quite honestly. And, and I, I hope we can get away from it. Uh, honestly. Uh, I know you got to go in a minute. Is it sheets or Wawa? Oh my God. Like, I mean, it's, it's like sheet it's, is it sheets or nothing? And of course it's like, that's another thing. That's like Steelers and Eagles. Like you got to pick a side in Pennsylvania um wawa is acceptable if you're 50 miles or more from a sheets and <laughs> and uh but yeah it's it's sheets and Steelers and and uh yeah i mean like that that just goes without saying uh you know i'm a western pennsylvania guy um southeastern pennsylvania is wonderful there's a lot of great people and voters and wawas and eagles but but at the end of the day um you know you you, you have your you have your side all right. I know you got to run, but but I really do want you to share this real quick, if you can do so in a minute or two. You know, just the story, because I'm guessing when you were 12, you weren't thinking about being lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania. You know, I know you yeah, got that's that's effectively true. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I know you got involved when you were very young with with the youth in Pennsylvania. I mean, you know, can you just sum up your path here and how much you appreciate the role that you're in? Yeah. I, I, it's not that I appreciate the role I'm in. I, the, I, the role I'm in is because I got lucky. Um, you know, I. My my parents were were unwed, and I was an unplanned pregnancy uh, in 1969. My parents were 19 at the time. My dad had to work his way through uh, at Shoprite in 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 Reading, 
while he went to went to school. And it's highly improbable and unlikely during, you know, given my beginnings that I would have ended up, you know, you know, as lieutenant governor in, in a sense, because 52 years later, my parents are still together. 52 years later, I had a lot of things go right for me that wasn't because I was smart or I was whatever. I, I just got lucky. And, and that's why I wanted to get into public services because I wanted to kind of acknowledge that and pay that forward. Um, and, and that was brought to my attention in a, in a series of unrelated, but still powerfully impactful personal tragedies that helped steer me to realize that, you know, you ain't special. You just got lucky. And given a choice between feathering already an already comfortable nest or versus getting into public service, I, I, I chose uh, the latter. Uh, I'm going to let you go. I, I agree with 99.7% of what you said, with the exception being that as a Steelers fan, you were comfortable seeing the Eagles hoist the Lombardi trophy. I can tell you as a Giants fan, I never want the Jets to win. I just don't. I, I you know. Yeah. Well, can't we both agree then that the Jets have no business? Like, can't we drum them out of the like, like, <laughs> you know, like it, it's this idea like, you know, who wants the Jets at this point? New York doesn't claim them. New Jersey doesn't. I mean, like, there, like, I, I would hope that the the Jets. We could all agree that, yeah. I mean, you have the Giants, and there's something there. But after Joe Namath, it's all been a train wreck for the Jets. Yeah. Am I right? I mean, I, I mean, then. it should be like soccer where they get relegated, right? You know, but, you get but, but also, I got to say, where everyone, where, where's Joe Namath from? Where did, you know Beaver Falls? I mean, like, yeah. 35 minutes from here. So it's like, thank you, New York Jets fans. You know, for for our state's contribution to your one franchise's enduring, amazing legacy. By the way, I got to tell you, Pitt, the, the the state of Pennsylvania, you produce some great quarterbacks. Oh my I gosh, mean, I, I know, and line and linebackers too, linebacker yeah. you. Um, and uh, but but yeah, it's it's a uh, you know Friday night lights is sacred in Pennsylvania, and uh, I just watched all the right moves on cable the other day, and I mean that was just a great movie, and. And it just reaffirmed, I mean, like how authentic it was and is too. Like what a great, what a great flick. So. Yeah, no question. Listen, I, I hope that people hear the words and as opposed to just dismissing them out of hand, they accept them and, and realize what you're saying has some, some merit to it. As you know, some will, some won't, but I appreciate you sharing them with us. It was great catching up with you for a few minutes. Yeah. And, and I don't hold it against anyone if they reject my words, but but they, they come from a sincere place and and there there needs to be a shared commonality of certain things. And and we can agree to disagree on many things, but we can never agree to disagree on one plus one equaling three. So thank you for having me on. So there you have it, a very brief conversation with the Lieutenant Governor from the state of Pennsylvania, John Fetterman. I hope you at least enjoyed it and maybe learned something from it. Of course, you can join me every Thursday for a new podcast heard on the SiriusXM app or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope you'll join me next Thursday. I'm Bruce Murray. SiriusXM Podcasts.